You are listening to the Health and Wellness Connection Podcast, the number one wellness podcast designed to provide the latest information to help you achieve your health and wellness goals. Our show features exciting guests, the latest in medical research, and in-depth discussions in current trends on weight loss, nutrition, and fitness. No matter what your interest, the Health and Wellness Podcast has you covered. And now, presenting your illustrious host, Dr. Barry, M.D. Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast. I want to thank you for being a faithful listener and checking us out every week on Afro Vibes Radio. But hey, if you somehow don't get a chance to check us out Thursdays, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on Afro Vibes Radio, please don't hesitate to check out our podcast page. That's anchor.fm backslash HW Connection. That's H-W-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Again, check us out on our anchor.fm podcast page. Check out all the shows uploaded there immediately after the show airs on Afrovibes Radio. Also, if you want to listen to the show live on Afrovibes Radio, please download the app, afrovibesradio.com. You can download it from the, the website or go to your local or favorite, sorry, mobile OS app, be it Android or iPhone. Download the app on your phone today. You can stream the show as well as the awesome Afrobeat music collection live on your phone for free. Again, no money down, all free, all awesomeness. Do it today. Again, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can always get at me on Instagram. Um, my uh, name, Dr. Barry MD, D R B A R R Y M D. Also, you can email me at Dr. Barry Health at gmail.com. That's Dr. Barry, D R B A R R Y H E A L T H at gmail.com. And last but not least, Facebook is also where we're at, posting all the shows as well as other exciting articles. Check us out at www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss. Again, please uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We love hearing from listeners. Any feedback, any even sponsorship opportunities, because we are um, very highly listened podcast. Always looking for sponsors. Check us out if you're interested in sponsoring the show. And also, you can do it on the Anchor FM page. You can donate, become a super sponsor. We're going to get a lot of cool freebies for those people who do sign up. So check us out again. It's Dr. Barry here. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection radio show slash podcast it's your host dr barry here i'm one of the uh hosts of afro vibes radio and also you know a physician who's you know here to hopefully give some information that'll help you navigate through uh you know life and all the issues and obstacles that you may come across so again uh, we're talking about um you know some of the important news in the day especially when it comes to coronavirus as well as some of the other health and wellness topics that have recently been in the news so we're going to kind of go through that and then really kind of break down you know some of our opinions on some of these topics now before we get into the news we're going to really talk about of course the coronavirus pandemic itself it's still raging on despite all the uh other distractions you may be seeing uh, currently about now um one thing we can say is that you know the numbers are still rising 
Uh, total number of coronavirus cases is about 22.5 million worldwide. Um, currently, we're looking at 790,000 deaths um, and about 15 million people have recovered. So, um, you know, coronavirus still doing its thing. Um, people think that coronavirus has somehow um, gone away. It definitely has not. Um, of course, countries that are still uh, dominating with the new infections haven't really changed a whole lot. Number one, it's still, it's still started the United States. <clears throat> the United States with a total of 5.7 million people um, currently diagnosed with the coronavirus. Um, <clears throat> about 44,000 new cases per day. So still quite a bit of new infections. Um, and these infections are really spread out <clears throat> all over. Some of the big um, <clears throat> hotspots that are currently being seen <clears throat> right now, the top country, state, I would say, in the United States is California. <clears throat> California, uh, largest state, one of the largest states in the union, approximately 39 million people. Has about 6,700 new diagnoses a day, about 160 deaths. Um, second state that's really surging is Texas. Uh, that's where we're broadcasting from currently. Um, 5,900, about 6,000 new cases daily of, of positive cases, um, about 219 uh, new deaths. Now, when it comes down to Texas especially, some of the areas that have really been uh, decimated, including, or not, I wouldn't say decimated, it's kind of an exaggeration, but states that have been hit hard in the state of Texas included Harris County, which is the Houston area, Dallas County, uh, another area where you see a lot of uh, cases as well. Of course, the border between Mexico and Texas is also a huge hotspot as well. So it's definitely um, <clears throat> something that's been closely monitored because we want to make sure we don't allow those numbers to get out of hand because, you know, especially down in the valley, <clears throat> Hidalgo County, um, a lot of deaths are being seen down there. So it's something that's being closely monitored um, by a lot of different uh, agencies. Um, and hopefully, you know, they will get a hang on things before the winter period hits. Uh, <clears throat> other states that are also um, really taking a, a, a brunt of the new infections include Florida, with about 4,000 new cases, about 174 deaths uh, per day. Currently, Georgia, Illinois, uh, North Carolina. It's really pretty much all over the country at this point. Uh, the South having heavy representation, but the East Coast and the West Coast are still also in the mix as well. So no real safe state, guys. So guys, please be safe wherever you're at. Uh, one thing that has been seen, though, is that there has been a slight decrease in the uh, number of, um, of uh, new infections. Uh, a very slight dip. Um, it was about, you know, almost about a 10 to 12 percent dip seen from the past few weeks. Um, many people are attributing this to the new mask rules that have been um, really instituted across the, the nation. Um, it's believed that mask usage is helping stem some of uh, the spread. And as a result, um, there has been a drop in some of the new infections that we're seeing. So that's great news, obviously. And, uh, you know, hopefully these trends will continue uh, and we'll get those reduced numbers um, throughout the United States. Now, unfortunately, um, other nations are still having their increase in coronavirus cases. Um, some of the current uh, other nations that are also in the mix after the United States include include India. Again, they have a nation of approximately 1.3 billion people. Um, they're currently having about 70,000 new diagnoses being diagnosed per day uh, with about about a thousand deaths per day as well. 
So for the population, they're actually not doing as bad as some of the other nations, but they're definitely having their issues with coronavirus infections. Um, other countries in the top 10 include Russia, which is at number four, about 4,000 deaths, sorry, 4,000 new infections per day, about 100 or so deaths. South Africa is at number five with about 4,000 new infections um, as well. Significant, also about 150 deaths per day. Uh, Peru and Mexico round out uh, the bottom half of the top 10. Um, but again, Colombia, Chile, and Spain as well. So again, it's really all over the, the world at this point, guys. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, these things will ultimately be uh, reduced once some of these new treatments and cures um, come come afoot, you know. And now that's one thing that's we're going to be talking about as well as some of these cures. There's a lot of controversy behind some of these new cures that have been announced. Um, you, we all know there was a big controversy regarding hydrochloroquine. A lot of stage stunts being put out there, you know, kind of forcing this hydrochloroquine as some sort of cure. Many believe that it's due to some shady entrepreneurs who have potential business interests that they're trying to promote that has been behind some of the push for some of these cures. So um, it's something that, unfortunately, you know, a normal situation we would expect there'll be people who are able to vet some of these um, things being announced before they get announced to the public. But of course, this is to 2020 and Trump is president. So <laughs> things are far from conventional. But yes. Yeah, so anyways, now one thing that's actually that came in the news that, that came across my uh, desk the other day, really kind of, uh, I was very actually stunned. And that is um, coronavirus is now currently the third leading cause of death in the United States. So if you keep, so yes, if you've been keeping track of our uh, kind of tracking of the whole coronavirus deaths, the United States has been averaging about a thousand plus deaths per day at this point now of COVID-19. Um, as these numbers have been racking up, it's now got to the point where COVID-19 related deaths are the number three cause of death in the United States. Again, this is ahead of accidents, injuries, lung disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's and all other sorts of illnesses. So, I mean, literally now, you're literally going to have an increased chance. I'm sorry, there's more people who have died of COVID-19 infections than there are people who have currently died of uh, things like cancer and diabetic-related complications and other traumatic accidents and injuries. I mean, it's 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 really it's really crazy. The only things that are now more deadly than coronavirus are heart disease and cancer. So um, it's really crazy that um, you know COVID-19, which is just a new virus, guys, just discovered for the first time last November, has now killed more people than some of the things that have been around for decades, like, you know, accidents or random traumatic injuries, diabetes, things like that. So uh, when people say COVID-19 is a hoax, it's, it's really kind of, you know, it's really silly at this point. I mean, I honestly, you know, someone saying that should be potentially looked at with a very, very, you know, serious, you know, you know, stare or just call them an idiot effort. I mean, at this point, anyone denying the virus, it just flat out dumb. I don't know how to say it. I mean, I think being actually too nice is actually part of the problem. Calling people dumb, you know, shaming them publicly. I think that's what it takes at this point because the deaths are racking up and, uh, you know, it's getting real. Now, I think a lot of the people who were initially, you know, naysayers against things like masks and so forth are starting to turn around. Uh, masks, you know, have been shown to be 
very effective. Again, many people, like we said previously, are attributing some of the drops in some of the daily new infections to masks. But again, due to the lack of lockdowns being, you know, done, especially in the United States, numbers of new infections are still developing. Now, when it comes to masks, there actually has been some new research regarding those masks, actually. Um, you know, there's a lot of masks floating around now. You see people with their fancy designer masks. Some have the filters on it. Some have the ear loops on them. Some have the ties on them. And there's some new research that has shown which masks are more effective than others. Now, everyone should probably know by now, the standard masks that are considered the best as far as filtering from the face and the nose, especially filtering those virus particles that can cause, you know, infections like the coronavirus, are the N95 masks. These masks are particularly, you know, unique because they are made by 3M, like an American mask company. This is very important because not all masks are created equal. N95 is a term that's used for different types of masks, but there are plenty of other masks that have that terminology in the name, but aren't as effective as N95. And just to be clear, guys, N95 means that the mask filters 95% of the airborne particles, viruses, and so forth that are known to cause various respiratory ailments. So again, 95% is still not 100%, so it's still not completely um, you know, blocking every last virus that can come near your nose and mouth, but it can block the vast majority of them, which is still pretty good. 95% is still pretty good. Now, the thing is, there was a research done that was actually done to test some of these masks. So you guys have seen some of these other masks that have been floating around. They actually go by the moniker K95, and they're supposed to somehow imply that they have some sort of similarity to the standard 3M N95 masks. Well, guys, don't be ever confusing these two because those Chinese-made K95 masks are hardly anywhere near as effective as a standard 3M mask. The research that's been shown um, that was recently published showed that those masks were actually only effective for approximately 80% of particles that were presented to the people who wore those kind of masks. And this is especially true for those masks that only have the ear loops. The ear loops actually aren't as effective in sealing the mouth as the masks that have the rubber bands or the ties that go behind the head. So if you want an effective mask, um, you want to try to avoid the ear loops. This is especially true if you're dealing with sick people. If you're just kind of walking around the streets, not really directly interacting with sick patients, you know, it's probably not that serious. You probably do fine with a simple ear loop mask or just a simple cloth mask. If you're around known sick people who have COVID-19, say you have a loved one at home you're taking care of and you're trying to kind of go around the person, you, know, you want a good sealed mask, N95, preferably a 3M model that's tied around the back of the head to help, you know, maximize that coverage. So again, um, ear loops, not as effective as the ties around the head masks. And secondly, avoid the Chinese made K95 masks as they are not as effective as a standard 3M um, K9, uh, N95 mask, guys. So again, a lot of uh, nomenclature, just in general, masks are important, but not all masks are created equal. So again, so that's just some of the news so far that's come out. We got a lot more important news. We're gonna talk about the Oleander controversy that's been in the news lately. We're also gonna talk about some of the other newest details regarding some of the vaccines that are on the market. And we're gonna kind of, you know, 
briefly discuss some of the other controversies in the news regarding health and wellness and the coronavirus. This is Dr. Barry, host of the Health and Wellness Connection. Stay tuned, guys. We have more show for you shortly. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection radio show slash podcast. It's your host, Dr. Barry. Thank you guys for joining us again for the second half of the show. We're talking about some of the latest info regarding some of the newest treatments and even some of the um, controversies that we're being uh, um, presented with based on some of the uh, you know latest musings of President Trump. But before we get into that, guys, one thing that was kind of interesting that uh, came in the news recently was that coronavirus was recently found on the surface of chicken wings from Brazil. Now, this is kind of interesting because they stated that um, they got a sample of chicken wings that were imported uh, to China, actually, from Brazil. Now, for some reason, I guess someone decided to go ahead and test these wings out because maybe they heard somebody was sick or someone that handled it, the um, uh, the wings. They haven't really clearly de- uh, determined or, or told us why they actually tested the wings to begin with. But what happened is they actually decided to test those wings and then they um, they found that the wings, the surface of which had positive samples of COVID-19. Now, um, they said that they had, uh, you know, traced everyone who had come back, um, who had touched the boxes. Apparently, none of them actually were tested positive, apparently. So it's believed that the tested the wings were actually either from the factory that they were packaged from back in Brazil were positive or the chickens themselves may have had coronavirus and then they were killed. Um, so it's not really clear, but um, it's something that definitely was a little bit shocking. Um, now, they believe that, um, you know, the wings themselves um, should not be able to be spreading COVID-19 to people like it should be very, very impossible to eat some food that has COVID-19 and you get COVID-19. Remember, this is a virus that's pretty easily killed especially if it's if it's in a hot environment or if it's cooked now people were stating you know trump famously said how the virus would be gone by april because of the hot the heat from the summer months they felt would kill the virus now this normally happens actually with other viruses but for some reason this coronavirus didn't really do much when it came to the heat i mean they were people were pretty much getting sick at you know extremely high rates despite record temperatures here, um, you know, in the south and other parts of the globe, even look at India right now, which is also getting severe coronavirus infections, and they are hot all the time out there. So, you know, the coronavirus is something that can definitely withstand higher temperatures, and um, as a result, um, you know, people believe that the heat from the environment would actually help reduce some of the spread, and that it may actually be doing something because it's even believed spread will get worse come fall season, but that's something we will see as the fall approaches. But anyway, um, 
the coronavirus um, definitely is believed to not be able to be spread through food. So even though while this is reported and what didn't make the rounds in the news reports, it's not believed that coronavirus is something that can be gotten um, consistently through food. So I wouldn't get too worried about this, guys. But that being said, avoid any chicken wings imp imported from Brazil, <laughs> if, it's, if it's possible. But either way, so anyway, so also in the news, there was some interesting uh, data that came out recently regarding some of the latest ways. All right, sorry. So there has been a new development of a new test from the FDA that came out of the University of Illinois. This test apparently is supposed to be a new effective way to screen for coronavirus via a saliva test. Now, everyone who's been tested for coronavirus, coronavirus knows that the test uh, you know, procedure is not very fun. They put a large kind of a Q-tip type, uh, Q-tip type device into your nose, way to the back of your nose. They swab it back there for about 10 to 15 seconds. It's not very comfortable. So this saliva test is a big deal because now you can test, you know, easily and more comfortably. And, you know, even though the reliability may not be as effective as the other test, um, it's potentially um, something that can be done more routinely and uh, less uncomfortably. So it's something that people are excited about. This test was actually used, um, the saliva test, I should say, was actually used by the NBA as part of their bubble experiment. And we talked about the bubble last week and how they're sealing off all the players to reduce new infections, which has still been very successful and will probably be copied in future models, as we stated before. So this saliva test will now allow them to screen a lot easier. It's actually, it was actually approved to be used in this bubble, but now it's being expanded to be used in general all throughout the public. So hopefully we can now, you know, spit into a cup and be screened for coronavirus as opposed to being, uh, you know, tortured with a Q-tip as it's currently constructed. So let's hope this, uh, you know, coronavirus test um, is something that's deemed to be accurate and we can use it, you know, routinely as a screening tool. I think it will help with compliance and getting people screened regularly um, because the current test is not very fun, but it's something that's essential. So we do it. So, yes. Um, so that's all about some of the uh, some of the testing. So now let's talk about some of the new uh, controversy that's been in the media lately regarding <clears throat> the coronavirus. Um, so recently there was a new a new treatment that was um, proposed um, by Trump uh, to be you know, potentially authorized by the FDA to be, uh, you know, allowed for people to use it as a <clears throat> purported treatment for COVID-19. Now, this treatment is um, <clears throat> known as Oleander. Oleander is a plant that's been around for centuries and actually has been used uh, historically uh, to treat certain cardiac, you know, arrhythmias. Um, it's actually one of the base plants for some medications that are used to treat heart problems. Um, <clears throat> but also, apparently, there was a research that was done out of University of Texas um, that showed that this oleander may <clears throat> have some antiviral properties. Now, the reality is, now the reality is that, uh, you know, this oleander has been shown in some small studies that were done previously that there could be some antiviral properties that this oleander may have, and it can actually help reduce the virus's ability to, to replicate. But this is in a petri dish setting, so not the same at all with something that happens in the body. Um, but of course, you know, <laughs> when it comes to our administration, who needs research and clinical trials and all that stuff that we've come to use in modern medicine <laughs> before we authorize treatments to be used? Apparently, uh, some people who um, are affiliated 
with various uh, Trump uh, supporters. And this is, again, not an anti-Trump stand guy, so I'm apolitical. But this is unique because it's kind of important as to how quickly it was able to be put in the forefront and actually be considered by the FDA. This is why this Trump Association is important. So anyways, so apparently this Oleander has been now been uh, created um, by a company based out of Las Vegas. Um, and some of uh, Trump's associates have actually... Um, decided to invest in the company and actually put it up as a <clears throat> major source of a COVID-19 treatment. They're actually requesting FDA approve this medication um, for the treatment of COVID-19. So the company in question that's actually uh, creating this drug is known as Phoenix Biotechnology. And um, now the associate I was telling you about before who's affiliated with the Trump Association. So his name is Mr. Mike Lindell. He's an associate of the Trump Association, <clears throat> this is Trump Organization who's also um, CEO of MyPillow, um, a company that sells mattresses and pillows on the interwebs. <clears throat> now also, the Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Ben Carson, uh, the pediatric neurosurgeon, is also a big proponent of this medication. Now, <clears throat> the problem with the medication that people are having as far as with uh, you know Trump and some of these folks pushing this medication is because there's no actual scientific proof that shows that this Olandrin, this derivative of Oleander, is any way efficient in eliminating the virus in human subjects, you know, in a large clinically controlled trial. Um, they're basing this off of small studies that were done in settings that you really can't compare or can't, like, can't really translate into human settings. But yet, um, based on this, uh, many would call scant evidence, we're actually going directly to the president who is immediately now pushing for it to be you know authorized to use on a national level so it's a little bit concerning and a lot of people are showing um, a lot of concern that or there are a lot of you know suspicions that this is something that is being pushed you know on the president so who will then push it to the public without any clear scientific evidence proving its effectiveness so um, a lot of scientific uh, folks are a little upset about this and with good reason, because you know we know that oleander can affect the heart and cause unstable heart rhythms. So it's not something that should be used um, carelessly. So we're going to watch this closely and see whether or not this becomes the next big thing as far as a controversial medication that's being pushed, you know, onto the people, and that could potentially cause some dangerous side effects. So um, again, avoid oleander in general. It's not something you should be taking as a COVID-19 treatment. It's definitely not something that's been shown to be effective in clearing the medication uh, or sorry clearing the virus so uh, you don't want to be taking especially with the potential side effects that are potentially very deadly um, so I definitely don't go around looking for oleander plants to chew on because they can actually get sick doing that as well so be careful with that and just do not take medical advice from Donald Trump I'm just going to be honest with you guys <laughs> should say this but unfortunately times we're in today you know people think uh, you know Trump actually does know everything and unfortunately does not so don't want to take medical advice from Trump. Call your physician. Make sure you're clearing him or her. Anything you want to take um, before you start ingesting it. Do not follow a news report that you read or a, you know, a coronavirus task force update <laughs> and start doing what uh, the president may have said is safe to do. Um, so, yes. So <clears throat> avoid Oleander. Sorry. Moving on. So let's talk about another important 
or big uh, news item that came across the news, and that is um, the vaccines. Now, I know people think vaccines are a curse word these days, unfortunately, um, but, you know, while there are some issues with vaccines, there are some promising updates now uh, that we're seeing with some of these new vaccines that are on the market. So one of the big companies involved is Moderna. Uh, they recently got um, a lot of positive news because they got a hundred million dose order of the vaccine uh, from the government. So there's a lot of push to kind of get their um, uh, vaccine made and then amounts required. Um, many people believe that you know vaccines are going to be essentially required for a lot of uh, you know people to take in order to go back into large uh, public gatherings. Uh, certain areas have actually even began to mandate that uh, people or kids in school be vaccinated with the coronavirus vaccine before they're allowed to resume school. Um, so it's going to be a controversial topic. Many people are going to fight it, obviously. Uh, people do not like the idea of being vaccinated, um, even though there has been a lot of great things, uh, you know, from vaccines that we've achieved. Um, but I think with education and making sure we vet these vaccines properly to ensure they're safe to take is something that's being done currently. I think the phase three trials will help because they're going to be a lot larger. Thousands of people are going to be enrolled so we can really see if there's going to be truly any harsh side effects and monitor those patients accordingly. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can get that figured out before, you know, anything's mandated. But at the same time, we want to make sure we make it available for those who do want it because, um, you know, I think the vaccine can be an effective way to help prevent the virus from becoming a potentially uh, deadly thing that continues indefinitely. Um, the only thing is that, the, you know, we don't know how long the antibodies will last. Um, many people are saying that um, the vaccine, I'm sorry, or the infections that people have gotten, um, antibodies have went away in as little as two months. So if that happens, that could be problematic because it could indicate easily you can be reinfected even after vaccination in a matter of months as opposed to years, which we would love to see as we've seen with other vaccines. So we're going to watch that closely. Hopefully, you know, things work out and uh, we have an effective treatment from multiple angles um so yes yeah, so that being said um we're coming to the end of the show here engineers telling me uh, you know wrap it up so i want to thank you guys for listening to the show um again we have a lot of information cool guests coming up guys a lot of great interviews lined up so stay tuned for that um again if you have any questions don't hesitate to reach out to myself um dr health at gmail.com you can also you know hit me on instagram or you know come shout out to the station if you have any questions as well Thanks for listening to the show. This is Dr. Barry here. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast and radio show. For more information on ways to get healthy, please check us out. www.anchor.fm forward slash HW Connection. Here you can re-listen to the show, check out older shows, and even further support the show by becoming a subscriber to the podcast. Please check us out today. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash HW Connection. And also, don't forget to follow Dr. Barry on Instagram at drbarrymd. Until next time, stay healthy.